This episode of the House of Music podcast is brought to you by InmateEssentials.com. Got a cousin locked up doing a bit on some drug shit? Did your little sister finally get caught with them cards? Do you want to send Bobby Schmurter some things while he's writing out his bid at Clinton Correctional Facility? Visit www.inmateessentials.com for all of your inmate needs. I'm talking about toiletries, clothing, bedding, cassette tapes, whatever your folks need while they doing their bid, inmateessentials.com definitely has it. Use code House of Music for 10% off your purchase. And if the inmate is in Jersey, California, and Florida, unfortunately, Inmate Essentials can't mail there. Again, that's inmateessentials.com. And for 10% off your order, use code House of Music. Welcome to the House of Music podcast. And if you're hearing this, this means I stuck to my word. So last week, I told you guys. I um, had a surprise for you on Monday. Here it is, Monday, April 2nd. Happy second quarter. Um, and here's my surprise. So normally a house of music episode like the ones I've been releasing lately takes about a week or two of research. Altogether, pre-production, recording, post-production, editing, uploading, takes about two, two and a half weeks, really depends on the subject matter and how much of a perfectionist I am recording day. Because just alone, last week, I recorded that Lil' Kim episode three times before I was comfortable with the flow of it to release it to the masses. Anyway, um, so I figured, you know, just releasing two episodes of House of Music is not enough. House of Music will be three in literally three weeks, like April 29th or something like that. And I want to get back in the habit of releasing episodes weekly. So what better way to do that than release bi-weekly mini episodes about some of the biggest music news stories that you should know and keep up with. You guys are constantly tweeting me and telling me that I always know some shit about shit. What good is all this knowledge if I can't pass it on? So you too can also know some shit about some shit. So let's get into it, shall we? Six. Billboard has reported that after eight years, Kanye West has parted ways with his manager, Izzy Zakovic. However, West will continue his management relationship with Scooter Braun, who also manages Ariana Grande, Usher, Justin Bieber, and Vic Mensa, just to name a few. Five. Is the Braxton family drama cutting into the oldest Braxton coins? Well... Tony Braxton is getting ready to go on tour across the country in support of her latest album, Sex and Cigarettes, which, by the way, you guys should totally check out. It is a solid piece of R&B. The plan for Tony was to have her oldest sister, Tracy Braxton, and her youngest sister, Tamar Braxton, to be the opening acts for the tour. However, now things have changed since Tracy Braxton has reportedly pulled out from the tour. While Tony and her team haven't given an official statement about the tour shakeup, 
TMZ reports that the change was made at the request of baby sis Tamar. Okay, so for those of you who haven't been keeping up with the Braxton family values mess, reportedly Tamar Braxton is pissed at her family and at WeTV for making her strained relationship with Vincent Herbert the center of this season of Braxton family values. She refused to promote the new season and her relationship with her family, including Mama Evelyn, is on the rocks. Tamar team reportedly told TMZ that she did not request that Tracy get kicked off the tour, but it kind of seemed hard to believe that Tracy left on her own accord since she was expected to perform new music from a new project. I guess it was the last call indeed. Four. Joel Santana is still in jail after turning himself in for allegedly bringing a gun into the airport. On March 9th, Joel Santana got his Usain Bolt on when a gun and some oxys were found in his carry-on bag at Newark Airport. The state of New Jersey and Essex County decided to drop the charges after the Oh Yes rapper pled not guilty to state charges of weapon possession and possession of a controlled dangerous substance. The case was then picked up by federal officials and Jewels will more than likely have to stay in custody until his hearing on April 9th. Three. Contrary to Twitter conspiracy theory, Cardi B did not steal her single, Be Careful. Hours after her latest single from her debut album, Invasion of Privacy, dropped, one Twitter user claimed that Cardi stole the song. A video allegedly filmed in 2017 surfaced of an artist named Paris Infante rapping the lyrics to Be Careful over the same exact beat. This caused many to believe that either Cardi is utilizing a ghostwriter for the Invasion of Privacy single or she stole the record to, you know, get that schmutty. However, Cardi and Fonte have a working relationship together. In the past, he was listed as one of the writers on Bodak Yellow, and she's appeared in like one of his music videos. While the name Paris Infante doesn't appear in the writer credits for Be Careful, his trademark alias Jordan Thorpe does appear in the writer credits. So congratulations, y'all. Y'all have finally found Cardi B's alleged ghostwriter that Azealia Banks has been ranting about since September of last year. Two. So this next story has elements of domestic violence and threats. So if any of these are a triggering factor for you, you might want to skip the next three or four minutes. Last Wednesday, Fabulous turned himself into New Jersey police for a making a terroristic threat charge in a domestic dispute. Allegedly, the Brooklyn rapper hit former Love & Hip Hop star and mother of his two children, Emily B, several times, resulting in her having to get her two front teeth removed. Fab is also accused of threatening her father outside of the residence that he shared with Emily. Court documents state that the alleged crime stemmed from an earlier incident that happened on March 7th when Fab, real name John Jackson, was in Los Angeles on a business trip and became, quote, enraged when he found out via Instagram that Emily was also in LA. According to an affidavit of probable cause, while on a flight back from LA, 
Emily told police that Fab said via text message that he wanted to hit her in the head with a baseball bat and that he would kill her, but he, quote, didn't want to go out like that. Emily also told police that she was scared because of the March 7th incident. Emily was later punched by Fab seven times in the face, causing severe damage to her two front teeth. She ended up losing them, according to court documents. And following the incident, Emily called her father to remove two handguns from the Inglewood home due to her fear that they may be used against her. When Fab arrived to the house, he confronted Emily, her brother, and her father. He went upstairs in the house to try to get the guns, but they were already removed. When he couldn't locate the guns and when he was on his way out out to leave, that's when the argument of the video that was leaked by TMZ happened. In the video, you can see Emily B on the right side of the SUV Fab was riding in. On the left side of the video, you can see Emily's father being held back by someone who many assume was Fab security, but I honestly think it was Emily's brother. Um, Fab is seen centered of the video and he's being held back by his security. You can hear him cursing and yelling, asking Emily why was her father at the house and him telling Emily's father that he didn't want him in the house and there was also a bullet with his name on it. Emily could be seen um, shuffling with her phone as she looks like she's about to record the incident for evidence. But then once Fab noticed it, he lunges at her with an item in his hand, which many reportedly believe to be a knife. So far, there hasn't been a court date announced for Fab to follow up in New Jersey. On March 31st, he, along with Jadakiss, had a sold-out concert at Terminal 5 in New York City that went off without a hitch. During the show, Fab reportedly said, I made sure I had to be here tonight for y'all. And he thanked the fans for their, quote, love and support. And one last story, Brockhampton has officially signed to RCA Records. Following the news of their signing to RCA, the group teased their fourth album, Puppy, with a little help from Jaden Smith. In the video, Jaden, who claimed on Twitter that he's, quote, the newest member of the group, can be seen in a parking garage where he announced the group's new business move with RCA. The screen then went black as new music from the group played with the promise that the new album Puppy is coming this summer. This week, you can expect new albums from Saba, Cardi B, E-40 and Be Legit, In Vogue, Eric Billinger, Flatbush Zombie, Kali Uchi, Kylie Minogue, Little Xan, Lisa Stanfield, Oshun, and a new single from Azealia Banks. That's the news for now. I'm Tatiana Janine, and this is House of Music.